0: In this special episode, we're giving you a spoiler free preview of 2021's Eternals.
1: So, we just had the chance to go see the early press screening of Eternals at 10 a.m. in the morning.
0: <laughs> so early. <laughs>
1: It's a weird time to be watching a film, but
0: there we are. It's very strange to be in a movie theater at ten a.m. before they've even opened. Before they've even opened the concession stands. Yeah, and it kind of feels like sleeping over at your school or something when I you're love in high school. It. Yeah, it's kind of neat. You're kind of like, are we yeah. allowed in here? Um, but so fun and this film. Holy smokes! It didn't feel like any other Marvel films or content that we've seen.
1: Yeah, I kept dropping into moments in the theater. Realizing, I'm watching a Marvel film right now, but it doesn't feel like any other Marvel film that I've watched before. In a great way. It stands out in tone so much.
0: It's got an ethereal, philosophical vibe to it that is just so exciting to go there.
1: And I feel like the space that it allows itself to take up as well. I feel like there was a lot of stillness in this film. And that's, I mean, largely thanks to Chloe Zhao.
0: Yes, her direction is unbelievable. Like, for her to win Best Director for Nomad Land, which is like could not be further from this film in terms of scope and budget and like every single possible way, but it's still so very individual to her, mm-hmm. I feel like, and her point of view. The visuals are astounding so the camera work but also like the set deck the costumes the it's like both simple and so grand because it sweeps thousands of years and different planets and and then on earth different time periods and different parts of the world
1: yeah it blows it open in the same kind of way that Thor and Asgard did in the concept of like how big and grand and epic and shiny and otherworldly these things are, but in such a quiet way.
0: Yes, there are moments that feel like it is an indie film. Yeah. That feel so beautiful and serene and cinematic in a way that doesn't scream superhero or action film in any way. And I was saying, I mean... I have now seen every Marvel film that exists in the Infinity Saga and the beginning of Phase 4, and I've watched the TV series that have come out recently. I do believe, however, that if I hadn't seen all of these things leading up to it, that I still would appreciate Eternals so much as a standalone film. Yeah. So I feel like there isn't much that locates this film entirely within the existing Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a contained story, even though it's the biggest scope we've ever seen.
1: That's what's kind of wild about it. You're right. It's so self-contained, but it's telling the biggest story in the MCU yet.
0: And there are little references that place us within the same realm as Marvel films in terms of uh, references to characters that we know from previous films, but not so much that you need to have seen those films to understand exactly what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like this film, like the stakes are so high for all the characters in this film without what has come before or what is yet to come.
1: Absolutely, because these characters stand outside of what's happened before. Mm -hmm. They experienced it all, but that was not their fight. That was not part of their story.
0: And I think there's been some uh, speculation... I don't know. I haven't looked too much into what people are saying like in advance of Eternals, but I think there's been some speculation about, so hang on, there was another team that was around. Why didn't they step in when Thanos did his thing? And that's explained. We find out why. And it's not, you know, heavy handed or anything. It's, but it's um, a viable explanation. Yeah. We also have such a diverse range of ages, sizes, ethnicities, accents, sexualities, Mm -hmm. that it's so interesting to just, without comment, just put all these people together with their wealth of their backgrounds and how they move through the world and what kinds of body each inhabits. So I really like that. After so many years spent with characters that look a certain way and are around the same age and speak in a similar way, accent with a similar background kind of america-centric to kind of blow that open and there isn't really an explanation for why everyone is from such a different background and looks different and but there's i think that what's so great about it is there isn't uniformity amongst the principal cast of eternals Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. comment and i love that
1: and the film score for this is deeper than we've had in prior films too, I feel. Ramin Jawadi has dug deep for this one. I mean, we love his stuff for Iron Man. We love his stuff for Game of Thrones. I mean, come on. Legendary. But like, this is a cut above with how much he's thought about what kind of sound to use, what instruments to use, what chord progressions. I'm going to be listening to this one a lot. And let me tell you, you better sit your butt down during those credits to watch both post credit scenes. There's a mid-credits and a post-credits.
0: Yeah, your mind was blown.
1: And they are important. <laughs> and that's the other thing I'll say about this film, too. Like, this film sets up the future of the MCU.
0: Right. It's not filling in gaps in a way that, say, Black Widow did. This launches us on a whole new trajectory for storytelling.
1: Yeah. In a way that I definitely did not expect. It's exciting. It's daunting.
0: And it's beautiful. I'm so excited. I mean, I could watch this film again right now. I felt so seen. Mm. And not because there was someone in the film who looked like me or sounded like me or that I could imagine myself being. It was more, I felt seen in my interests. It's like what you said about watching Iron Man when you were 18. Sure. And you said, it's the first time I felt like my interests were cool and recognized. Right. In a way, I go, oh, wow. Like I've been kind of an observer of these Marvel films going, okay, yeah, I can see why people think these are really great and why they're big blockbuster movies. They've always been objectively good films, but they seem to mature. Mm Mm-hmm. And I hate sounding like I'm some elitist, like, I only watch films sort of person. Obviously, I've watched every single Marvel film now. I I, I love a whole range of genres and styles and, and ways of storytelling. But I felt seen in this one because it was like honoring a part of me that was hopeful for um, a widening of the, the world. There's like a depth and width to this film. Um, but I'm really excited to watch it again especially now that I've seen the film to go back and start from the beginning again to see the hints that are laid throughout
1: Mm -hmm. this one feels really different really special I think you're all gonna love it
0: Yeah, (laughs) next week